Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Stu. <laughs> and this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into <laughs> movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Stu, what are we talking about? We have the uh, 1997 Canadian cult classic, The Cube. The Cube, it's happening, guys. I never thought we'd play this one, but you know what? Here we are. <laughs> We're making an appearance. Mandy, Mandy would have vetoed this. Yes, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, we tried. I tried to sneak it in without her uh, in house. So <laughs> I was. It was either going to be used to, or it was just going to be me playing with this voice changer I've got. Hey yeah. everybody, my name's Mandy, and it's time to <laughs> listen to the podcast. So here we go. You so, should yeah. have chose that. Yeah, I would have listened to that one. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and of course, Stu, you've been here before. You know what goes on. You've taken yes. the helm a couple of times now. Yeah, so, I, this is number two, I think, right? Um, you I did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep, you guest hosted for the Turtles, and I thought there was one other one, but I could be very uh -huh. wrong. I don't know. Uh -huh. You've been around. You've been around I, enough. So I lurk in the corners. That's right. That's right. And, uh, of course, you and I, we don't want to talk about this movie alone because, nope. I mean, I already know what you think about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we got to have someone else on the podcast to uh, make, uh, you know, to help make it make sense. And, of course, today we're very excited to have returning guests, uh, I guess Detroit area comedian. Is that what we're going to call you, Elena? Is that, yeah, I yeah, ask you this every yeah. time, but it's, yeah, Detroit uh -huh. area every comedian. Yep. Elena Gonzalez returns, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. And oh. I, I believe that you had me on with Stu simply so I will not be able to catch him uh, yeah. numbers wise. <laughs> yeah, right. We got to keep you guys. <laughs> yeah. I should go back through and check on those numbers and see where everybody's at. But. <laughs> I like it better this way. It's just like a false hope of someone's going to be able to catch you, Stu. I think um, <laughs> I am second place in co-hosting, I guess. So yeah, in co-hosting for it. sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we're here. We did it. Uh, the first thing we always <gasps> want to do is we want to ask everybody uh, participating in this nonsense. When was the last time you watched The Cube before I forced you to watch it for this <laughs> podcast? Uh, Elena. <laughs> Can I can I alter that question slightly and and say the last time I heard of this movie before you asked me to watch it? Yes, <laughs> and that would have been uh, at at I don't know nine o'clock this morning when this you asked morning. me to watch it. <laughs> never, so much so that when you asked me to watch it, I thought you were talking about the cell with mm -hmm. Jennifer Lopez. Sure, and uh, and then I went to go look for it. And it was like, oh, no, there's an actual, there is. that is not a typo. That is I, not an autocorrect. That was, okay, all right. My concern was that you were going to assume I was talking about gleaning the cube. Is that the one with oh, uh, Christian Slater? Uh -huh. Ice cube. Like the, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Stu's just throwing out all the cube references now. He's got right. this. Rubik's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Rubik's. A documentary about Rubik's cubes would have been more fun than this movie probably for you guys, but. Uh, and then, Stu, how long had it been since you saw this movie? Uh, same. 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 Okay. I, uh, <laughs> you recommended to me, like, I don't know, a couple months ago. Sure. But then last week, have you guys heard of the site called The Chive? Yes. Yeah. They had a post about these are the movies that you've never heard of and should watch, and The Cube was one of them. Was so it like, really? Yeah. And Isn't that weird? weird? Look at that. I'm way ahead of it. should watch. That's should what watch I was a part of that. So wow. I'm like going, all hey. right, now now I need to watch it. I mean, how many I Canadian think... cult classic movies are there, really? I mean, they've got <laughs> they've got Porky's and then this. Uh -huh. I think that's the only, <laughs> only two movies that were ever made in Canada that were worth watching. Sorry. So I, Sorry, uh, Canadians. I, I now hate you, Matt. 
and I yeah. hate to drive. Sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Very good. At yeah. least I have, at least now I can say that I have at least as good of taste as the online <laughs> aggregate site and chai. Correct. There's a claim to fame. Yep. Yes. For me, I own this movie on DVD. What? I don't know how. I don't know where I got it. I can't remember if it was gifted to me, forced upon me, if it was a curse bestowed upon my family. I don't know oh. why I have it, but I have it. Uh, which this then, feels like a laser disc or nothing kind yeah, of movie. Sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This lived and died in VHS territory. I got a feeling mm. at some point. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I uh, had this, and so much so that I actually sought out the the sequel and prequel to this movie. There is a oh uh, yeah, that, that's what astounded me when I found out that there were two more of these. Yeah, movies. it spawned like, a Why? franchise. Like, how is that even possible, right? You Where do we go in. from here? Did you know, Matt, uh, this maybe I'm getting in the trivia too soon, but they, they are looking to remake this movie. Of okay. course they are. Yeah. Of course they are. An American version and a Japanese version. Nice. Very good. Very I feel good. like the Japanese version at least has a better chance of being good. Yeah, like, probably. Or at least a, a fuck ton more gory. And that I'm not looking for that, but it, it would it <laughs> would more be. More sword fights. More yeah. Sword <laughs> wow, this room's just full of swords. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, not even a, it's not even a booby trap. It, it just says just, I dare ya, and then that's it. It just is. <laughs> is is there any and again might be jumping ahead, but is there any connection to the Saw franchise? I, other than this is a predecessor of such a movie, mm -hmm. I would think. Yeah, this is right, right up the alley with like Hostel and Saw and mm -hmm. those sort right. of like gory for the sake of being gory and and just kind of. But it, it like it does it in such a Canadian way, though. It's like very much like. Uh, this might be traumatizing for some people, so we'll make sure we spread out all of the dismemberment parts, like a good twenty minutes between each, like terrible, yeah. terrible death that happens. Yeah. yeah, the fact that the opening scene, I, <laughs> yeah. I did, I did my due diligence, and I did not read a single thing about this, mm -hmm. and I, I popped it on, and in less than three minutes, I saw a man uh, conveniently cut into cubes. Like cubes. that is yeah. how. That is how you should you should pack a human being in a freezer um, for sure. Uh, but I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what the intestines would look like when when cubed. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, someone had to do research on that and like design the the insides of a cubed person. So yes. good on them, I guess. You know. But, all right. Uh, so I have tasked everyone with a little activity that we do at the upfront just to give us a handle on what you guys think of the movie. Um, it has a theme song, and that theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. All right, it is time for us to play Chop This Synopsis. That's where we take this movie, The Cube, and we condense it down to 10 words or less. So you have to describe the film in 10 words or less. Maybe something that would go on the back of the DVD case or this, the laser disc or whatever reel-to-reel -reel tape you found this on in someone's weird basement. Uh, something to talk someone into watching this movie, maybe, or just to keep them, you know, keep their distance either way. But does anyone want to volunteer to go first with your 10 word or less synopsis of the cube? I'll go first, even though, uh, in, in pure, uh, ridiculous, bad podcasting form, I, uh, I stepped on my own, uh, <laughs> my own attempted punchline, but my, my synopsis was, now you know what a cubed intestine looks like. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Yep, that's it. All right, let's do. <laughs> uh, Canadians do something crazy 
shit's really cray. <laughs> okay. All right. There you go. Uh, I forgot to write one. That's what I, I, re- I reminded you guys. <laughs> That's the best synopsis ever. I scrambled to, to pull the clips. <laughs> yeah, the cube. Yeah, it's like the cube. We forgot to write the ending. I think that's the that is the appropriate synopsis for this movie. Um, In I don't the middle, know. But just the, as you guys were talking, I was just spitballing over here and I'm like, I don't know, Cubert and Rubik's Cubes. Uh, I was just trying to come up with some sort of tie in for, uh-huh. uh, you know, terrible cube based uh media and i mean that's really all i got so uh just imagine a, a rubik's cube covered with blood there you go that's Boom. that's my synopsis of this movie Bam. here you go uh bring a calculator yes yeah there's, for sure there's, right. there's sure. the synopsis and so. if she had just if she had fully broken those glasses they'd have been totally fucked the whole time <laughs> right. just a lot of people reading numbers out loud and yeah <laughs> so here's the thing uh so this is a canadian horror film <laughs> um yeah, I guess we got your a little taste of your first impressions of the film, but uh, let's go for any standout performances, I guess. Is there anything about this movie that was at least somewhat pleasant, if not, uh, you know, a standout uh, good performance? Well, in the same in the same vein, you know, talking about the Canadianness of it, I did. <laughs> there were some moments where it felt like they were trying to be a little educational like okay. they played really hard on the math side of it yeah it's like how how okay we get it there's a pattern you're talking about prime numbers you're talking about factors you don't have to keep coming back to this math sure. there's not going to be homework at least i hope there's not nobody's busting out a calculator in the in the theater um but at a certain point it almost became endearing <laughs> yeah like Oh, that's nice. They're finding comfort in math. Oh, they and they really leaned heavy into that uh, into Levin. Like mm-hmm. the, without her character surviving, they would have been absolutely fucked. There was there's yes. no way to get out without her sure. making it through to the end. Uh, right. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, you know. Oh yeah. No one's uh, gonna yeah. watch this. Sure. Sure. <laughs> there are some. I guarantee you, there are some people out there who have already seen it. And by some, I mean probably just <laughs> Derek Lee Feltner. I don't know. I assume this is the type of movie that he'd be super into, I would think. Um, So if he's listening, make sure you watch it if you haven't. Um, So I guess just as a brief synopsis of what we see when this movie first starts out, uh, I love the movie for its simplicity and for the fact that they probably made this movie, which we'll talk about later for budget, but they probably made this movie with about... I don't know, 23 Canadian dollars, I think. They just, they made <laughs> a toonies. Right. They, they made a room with like uh, opaque walls and then just put a different color light behind Lamp. the walls. <laughs> the yeah, right. And so they could be like, oh, now we're in the red room or now we're in the blue room and it's a different right. place that we weren't before. We promise, you know. Matt, um, uh, before we, before you get into this further, I sure. really need to know how you even saw this movie to begin that's with. the thing this I, is not this is not a movie that would be on tbs or anything no. like that like and where did you fucking see this i got a d- copy of it on dvd from something yeah, yeah but I, where like I why i don't know if it was get like i said i cannot remember for the life of me if it was given to me or if it was i bought it at a garage sale or i just happened to see the cover and think well that looks interesting and so that's it how it was you just got this dvd yeah. and you're like oh i fucking love this movie i now. i assume that's how it happens when everyone anyone sees this movie they just the canadian government mails they just mail you a copy of it you're on a random list and then you uh yeah that's how they distribute their films in canada 
they all woke up not knowing how they got there. Yeah. And yep. Matt watched the movie not knowing how yeah, he got it. He woke all... up with the DVD in his hand. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's how, that's how old were you when you discovered this? I had it had to be pretty, pretty early on. Like, I'm sure it was mm-hmm. probably not an old movie by the time I got to it. I'm, I mean, I was watching this pretty like i watched this kind of often i watched this i would say probably once or once a year or two maybe when i was younger um the last time i saw this movie was probably within the last 10 years i would say probably five years ago i saw this movie okay Uh, yeah i don't know why i don't know why i like this movie at all what what hooked you in was it one of the performances was it like the storyline's kind of cool but right i feel like the the actors dropped Sure. Maybe gosh, the yeah. Drop the ball. There was it. a. I mean, this was very overacted. This was very yeah. much like a stage performance almost. Everyone was right. giving it that like Shakespearean joie de vivre. Well, they had, you know, like trying to make this thing real fancy. And I just, mm-hmm. I don't know if when it was I, warranted. When I was doing research, most of these actors are theater actors. Okay, sure. So mm. That's probably where it came from. But yeah, I was that makes like. Sense. I, I, I'm trying to go. I need to find something in this movie that. Well, I and I think if I remember right, watching the credits on this, it was made by like the Canadian Film Institute or something. It was like sure. an art piece or something that someone just yeah. kind of ran with, you know. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so I guess my standout performance or character in this movie are the rooms themselves, like the fact that they were able to just oh, duplicate sure. duplicate each of these rooms by just you know they might have had a set with maybe four rooms in it, right? That where they could kind of throw one person from one room to the other. And most of it's all just clever, you know, camera angles and whatnot and Mm -hmm. different lighting. But I really enjoy that. And I do like the whole idea. And I don't know if it's, I was not subjected to horror films and I don't even know if you'd call this a horror film really. Right. It's more of like a sci-fi thriller type situation, I guess. Yep. Um, But I was, I was not allowed to watch this kind of movie as a child. And so I don't know if I just latched on to this one that I found and was like, oh, this is this type of movie. So I like this type of movie because I don't know any better. Like, I don't know what other movies are out there that are this genre of film. (laughs) And uh, this movie was naughty to you. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) I was just like, I would have never been able to see this at home. So, which I don't know why. Again, I'm not trying to justify my parents' uh, choices in all of that. I I don't understand the fact why I wasn't allowed to watch. uh, you know anything that was horror based it was just they were like it's a waste of time it's garbage it's not art it's not cinema it's just trash and i was not allowed to watch it so hmm. i don't know but uh yeah so that's that's kind of my uh, uh you know that's where i came about in this movie that's 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 where this movie came to me at. oh well yeah i definitely as it went on i i was legitimately curious about it because um it does feel uh very teenage boy stereotypical um let's do some puzzles let's stab some people oh look there's fire um it's just kind of like thrown together and so i i definitely understand a, a a teenage boy who fits that cliche and falls into it and then it's nostalgic and the memory is sure. there and it's all great but if you would have found this at 37 uh, I would yeah. have questioned. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would have entirely well, questioned. I think it does have to do with the fact that it's the puzzles, it's the mm-hmm. the unlikely character that finally escapes, and the whole idea of that sort of thing being unique and interesting to me. Although it's been done mm-hmm. 
in several different iterations, it's it's kind of become the trope of the, right. like the unassuming character becomes the victor in the end. They just, it's like the mm-hmm. slow and steady wins the race sort of situation, I think. But as yeah. a kid, I was like, oh, this is interesting and unique. Like, this is this is fun that that's the guy that made it out of this maze of terrible booby traps and nonsense. Um, I did just realize I haven't played a clip yet. Uh, so <laughs> it's not necessary. It really, uh, dude, I pulled 12 clips and it was a stretch. Wow. I was, I was like, I don't even yeah. know what to pull. There's really nothing in here. Get? Um, so this is the, a little taste of the overacting. This is where we meet Quentin and Holloway, the doctor, mm. uh, right at the beginning. It's all right. I'm not gonna hurt you. What do you want? Just what? I mean, I realize you'd be at an eleven, kind of in that mm-hmm. situation, but just immediately starts out with screaming, and the guy is very much like, "Hold on, you just stay there. <laughs> I will help you. No problem." You know, it's and just... those were the two stage actors. Okay, yeah, those that two. makes so they seem way like over the top yep. shit. So yeah, For sure. yeah. It, it when she like the rest of them were trying to keep up with their chops, like it seemed mm-hmm. like, all right, we're up here at eleven. All right, everyone else, try your best to yeah. to get up to eleven to meet these two. Yeah, when she went on a diatribe about, um, it, you know, we have we have three days of of before we're going to wither away. And she goes through this whole thing about how the body starts eating itself with different tissues. And then the other guy just comes in and goes, eh, suck on a button. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. That, that was the moment for me where I was like, Oh, she is over the top. Sure. And the, so the Ren, I was only familiar with him of all of these people. And I Ditto. remember him from the red green show. Like that's where I, <gasps> wow. another he, Canadian classic. Uh-huh, yep. And he was like a side bit character on the red green show. And that's the only place oh. I'd ever really seen him before. Uh, having yeah. known about this movie since then, I've seen him in other things. But at the time, I was like, oh, that's that one guy from that thing I've seen. And that was it. Wow. He is definitely, he was also the only one that was familiar to me. And uh, out of out of uh, keeping the podcast sacred, <laughs> I did not look him yeah. up. Um, but I, I definitely want to know. All right. Yeah, um, let's see. Do you know him from, let's see, where, what else was he in? He was also in the Red Green Show a couple of times. The, uh, the movie Wrong Turn. Oh, oh God, he's been in 45 other projects. Mm. So, I mean, he's getting work. He's doing things. All all Canadian, probably. Yeah, the wrong turn, number two, Dead of Winter, uh, a bunch of, like, cartoons. Oh, The Rescuers Down Under, he was a voice in that. No. Uh, uh, Welcome to Mooseport, just a bunch of... Oh, I've seen that as well. Just a bunch of bit actor parts. So you. What's his name? uh, Wayne Robson is his name. (laughs) That's funny because I saw it in the in the credits. I didn't know that it was him, and I thought I had a I had to rethink the entire movie because I thought for a second that it was Wade Robson, who okay. is the uh, famous in my world uh, choreographer for InSync um, oh. and filled in for Joey Fatone when he broke his leg. Um, huh. <laughs> so it's like, but he's he's something. He's Maybe yeah. Canadian, maybe British, maybe Australian. And so I was like, oh, he, is, he, uh, he wasn't in that movie. Canadian television stage voice actor, film actor, known for playing the part of Mar- Mike Hammer, an ex-convict and sometimes thief on the Canadian sitcom, The Red Green Show. There so that's go. his big ticket item, I guess. But anyhow, Boom. just a quick rundown of anybody on here. You're not going to know any of these people. 
Uh, I did know Nicole though. I know okay. I knew Levin because she had a role on Deep Space Nine the last season. Okay. So oh. I, I was watching and I recognized her. She played uh, Dax when Dax kind of changed. I don't know if you know the show or not. Like the 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 the, the, the symbiote takes on a new host and she was the new host. It's too dumb to explain. But <laughs> nerd. <that's>, nerd. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's how I knew her. You're I'm giving me shit about like, watching I the know, cube listen, and you're listen, one how dare you? deep space nine. Come on. <laughs> that's all right. I love that shit. So that's uh, how I recognized her like offhand. I'd be like, I know this chick, but then I didn't know her until I was like, Oh, now this is why I know. Do her. you have the, um, the list of the other folks in like the who's who in this movie? Uh, I mean, there's uh, Maurice Dean Wint, who was played Quentin. Uh, David Hewlett played Worth. Andrew Miller played Kazan. Nikki Guadagni played it's Holloway. Just like, just like having Mandy here. Right. Just destroying <laughs> names left yeah. and right. And uh, I didn't actually, so I didn't even get into Ren, and I didn't get into the guy who got turned into Q Bullion because uh, <laughs> they, they weren't they weren't in it super long. So I just focused on the main five. There. Yeah, Julian Richard or Richings was the guy at the very beginning who gets cubed up right turned at the beginning. Cube. Oh, he's also in the movie Wrong Turn. I'm sensing a connection. Oh, uh, must be another go. Canadian horror film that you've all got to play a part in. But. <laughs> right, right, all right. But that one I think has douche Q. I think if I'm thinking of the right movie well uh not to know. not to take a wrong turn on this podcast <laughs> there this this is going to be interesting to you maybe but if you all of the characters names have something in common oh, really yeah oh i need to know it's this a now. puzzle within the puzzle yes well see I was this is the most exciting thing about the movie I yes. was under the impression that Levin was very similar to Eleven, and she was the numbers person. And then uh, Worth was the guy who like had to realize. Oh wait, his own Levin Worth. Worth. <gasps> and so I just didn't know. What, okay, Levin so Worth, is that a thing? What's that? Levin Worth is in uh, is in Kentucky, and it's a. Uh, it, I think it's in Kentucky, uh, Kansas. Can, uh, yes, the wrong K state. Um, is it a? It's either a military thing or a prison thing. Um, or I'm completely wrong and I'm just rambling, but what Leavenworth <laughs> is a thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then, yeah. Holloway, Renz, uh, Ren, Quentin. I don't know. What is it? What is it, Stu? Oh, they're, it's San Quentin. It, they're all prisons. Yeah, they're all yeah. prisons. Kazan, Kazan is a prison in Russia. Uh, Leavenworth is the prison. Uh, San Quentin prison and his last name is McNeil and that is a correction center. Okay. Then you got uh, Helen Holloway is her name, and Holloway is a women's prison in England. Uh, Wren is a prison in France, and Alderson is a federal prison camp. So, yeah, all of them were wow. named after prisons. Isn't that okay. weird? That is. Mind that, blown. Look, at someone like put some thought into this movie, too. I know. That's crazy. Like, Kazan, I'm like going, is this a Harry Potter fucking thing? And then I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh, it's, it's a prison in Russia. So there you go. Until I used I, to watch this with closed captions on, I always thought they were saying Kazam. <laughs> and I just I I'm like Kazam. <laughs> yeah, right. I just thought it was more interesting that way. <laughs> right, yeah, pretty well. So we I just, did well, uh, we talked about this. Hold on, the the three days without water bit here. Let me play yeah. this real quick because right. we already mentioned it. It'd be weird to play it later. <laughs> we have about three days without food and water before we're too weak to move. Would they have to feed us, don't they? <laughs> don't they? Oh, we have heat, stress, physical exertion, i.e. dehydration. 
headaches, dizziness, disorientation, confused mental processes. The body eventually begins to break down its own tissue. <laughs> Suck on it. There it is. Suck on it. I wish that was the only clip I had of him, <laughs> but it's not. Suck on it. <laughs> he, he sounded like Sean Connery. Yeah. Suck on it, Maybe the whole time Sean Connery just had a mouthful of buttons and we didn't, <laughs> we didn't know any better. That's you've right. Got, you've got to be careful at what you shoot at down here. Things don't react well to bullets. And then he just spits out into the, the bottom of a submarine. That's funny. All right. Um, uh, where are we? What's happening? Um, <laughs> it's chaos in the queue. Dude, Stu, did we talk about your favorite character? Did you have one? Uh, it, it was probably uh, what's her nuts, Nicole DeBoer. Levin. Okay, Levin, Pro- yeah. probably just because I didn't really like any of them. Like I kind of mm-hmm. liked uh, the dude at first, um, uh, McNeil, but then he just got like his character yeah. also took a weird turn, like real quickly, right? And are like, we? Who is so- McNeil? He was the the guy in charge. Quentin. Oh, yeah. Quentin. Gotcha. And he, okay. he was like the, uh, you know, he's, I'm the hero. I'm the leader. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm a psychopath and I'm going to kill all of you. And it was just like, yeah. what happened? So when they we, did that, when they did that record scratch zoom in on his face when he's holding Holloway. Yeah. And it was like, I'm holding her. I'm holding her. Now she must die. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, okay. What is happening? Which is equally as bad as the zoom in on I'm holding Levin. I'm holding her. I'm holding her. She must be mine. Apparently like that was real. It was getting real weird. Right. Uh, right. Like he was going to scoop her up and take her home with him after they got out of the Uh queue. Uh A real problem. But uh, yeah, I I was very uh, off put by, by his turn, but I assume it was, so what it's supposed to be over a a series of days, I'm guessing. Like how long do we think they were in there? Less than three. Yeah, right. right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, they had the buttons, so they probably they got they a day, they got a half day out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you suck on this when you're tired of the button? Suck on some button. There was well, there was definitely a chain. The other thing I noticed was um they at a certain point uh they started getting white uh mm. cracked lips. Uh. Uh, to represent the the dehydration. Yeah, the passage oh. of time. The only other passage of time scenario we had were those sweet, sweet montages uh, mm. where they had their own <laughs> chase, 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 kill, kill, kill music. Did you guys have mm-hmm. to notice that? Yes. I, yeah. I had never really watched this with headphones on, and this music that they make, I'm certain that they just had some assistant that was on site just be like, dude, just come up to this microphone and just be like, chase, 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 kill, 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 kill. Uh, but yeah, watch this. This is or listen to this. This is crazy. <laughs> Just literally going. They're like, this is what you want me to do, right? You wanted me to go. Is that my reading this right? Is this- mm-hmm. We're gonna motivation. kill everybody. <laughs> it's the last thing I How like? I guess I miss breakfast. How unassuming and like non-frightening would that? Just someone standing in a corner in the background, just going, like I just. What are you doing? I'm like, are you all right? You need something? Are you trying to? Like they're trying to butt in in a conversation, just like pip 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 pip. Just so you guys know, are you guys big fan of Brazilian thrash metal? Heck yeah! If I if I had to call myself anything, it would be a fan of what you say, Brazilian thrash metal. Yeah. There is a band called Blast Thrash that released a song called The Cube 
that is loosely based on this movie. <laughs> loosely based, yeah. <laughs> loosely based. Right, because if it was entirely most- based, the song would only be about 30 seconds long. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's mostly about prime numbers, but yeah. they yeah. found a way. Well, that was the thing, too. When they're doing prime numbers and the number ended in two, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Everybody <laughs> knows that's not a prime number. Right. Five, two, get they out needed, of here. They needed her there, man. They needed her right. there to figure that out. But is then, this a prime number? What I what I don't understand <laughs> is that it was prime numbers originally, and then it was like coordinates on an axis. Mm-hmm. And were they still also prime, or did they then just... they then they became factors? Factors. Of prime. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm not a math guy. I don't know what that means. So what does, does that mean? well, it's humanly impossible. Right. No one could well, calculate that. Except Alakazam. Yeah. Except Alakazam. Yeah. Magic tricks. There. He did it. Um, yeah. That's what I, I wasn't astronomical. sure. Astronomical. <laughs> it sounds like Dr. Eagle, mm-hmm. Dr. Evil the whole time. Um, let me play a clip then. Okay, here's Kazan. This room is green. Yes, it is. Which, I mean, for his limited function in the film, I, I think he did okay. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't mad about it, I guess. I think he's mentally handicapped. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And they did throw out a hard R later on in the movie, too, when they were yeah. talking about it. <laughs> That's how you knew he was evil. Yeah. But he seems to be the only one who had a functioning bladder. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Everyone else went three days without it. Yeah. Everyone they were just else was recycling. a doll. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They were just recycling. When someone was thirsty, they just let it out. Oh, Gross. Turned into that kind of party. Gross. Huh? <laughs> Gleaming the cube. Right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why are you guys all dressed in yellow jumpsuits? <laughs> all right. This movie's terrible. <laughs> it is not good. Not good. It is not right, good. Can you guys uh, explain to me, and I phased in and out of this movie. Sure. Did they ever explain how they got there or why they got there? They took great efforts to explain the fact that there was no explanation. Almost. It seemed like, because Worth was very much like, you think this is a person? This is just, I I got told to make a hammer. And then someone else got told to make some nails. And then a third guy got told to hammer the nails into the thing. And then, you know, and it became this big apparatus that no one really controls anymore. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Whatever. Yeah. And then the doctor was like, that's how they do it. They keep the left brain from the right brain and no one ever knows. But she's the one that's screaming about pierogies the whole time, which (laughs) another thing, not the whole time, but when she yells it out, it also turned me off of her. So not only does she get the three day thing and I'm like, she's way overacting, but then she screams pierogies Pierogi is plural already. I was eating dinner. So, oh, pierogies, cheese and potato. I ran out of sour cream and then I went to the fridge and then I don't know. You, Evan. I, I just went to bed and. What about you? I just woke up here. Pierogies. There. Pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck's a pierogi? Right, I thought that was a real strange uh, turn to take on this. You could have been literally doing anything in the world, but she was uh-huh. very specifically making cheese and potato pierogies. Well, that, that, that's or why pierogi. I was like, Sorry, what, what, was, what was the connection? <laughs> what was the connection of all these people? And clearly there was no connection, but then I'm like, why would anyone kidnap these this weird assortment of people to throw into this weird their fucking names. maze? Right, yeah. yeah it was their names. names. It was but the like, names. 
the thing mm-hmm. is, in most of these they scenarios, they opened a phone book. Yeah, right. What lines up with prisons, local prisons? Um, <laughs> the thing, most of the thing, like most of this trope ends up being all of these people got put in here, and then they have to discover how they're connected, why they mm-hmm. all know each other, what evil, terrible thing they either did on purpose or by accident right. that right. allows for them to be in there. But there was literally no justification for most of these people. The only one that deserved really to be in there, I'm guessing, would be the guy worth. who helped make the box. And then I think we found out through the course of the film that uh, Quentin also beat his kids, and that's why his yeah. wife left too. Yeah, so he's kind yeah. of a, he's kind of a scumbag. But I mean, uh, why? What what did uh, Levin do, and what did Kazan right. do to get into this mix? Holloway. You know? right, right, right. Yeah, and Holloway, I think she was probably just like the the squeaky wheel conspiracy lady that they were just trying to like off. You know what I mean? Like I was right the whole time and they were just yeah. trying to get rid of her. Maybe that could have been mm-hmm. the reason, but I just, don't, I don't know about these other ones. Sure. They just, were just a means to an end. Like they were, you need this person to be here to get through. That's pretty much all they were there for. It was Very just, sweet. it was too, it was too random for me. Yeah. Like I hate to say it in a movie you sort of need to have that connection. So we're going to be like, Oh, this shit makes sense. But when mm-hmm. it's like this t- so, totally random, like, throwing in Kazan, the autistic guy, you're like, yeah. why the fuck is this guy here? I mean, ultimately, at the end, it's he helped them escape, but you're like, uh. well, I yeah. love it when they were doing, like, the ninja warrior thing, and he's <laughs> acting like a fucking champ. I'm like, get out of here. This guy right. didn't do what he yeah. did. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, like, fucking repelling down the, <laughs> like, hanging out with monkey bars and shit. <laughs> right, like, like, get out of here. This guy shows up, like, and he falls through the floor into a heap, and we're expecting him to be able to be, like, yeah, just monkey bar your ass in total quiet, <laughs> right? All the way over. Like the guy even understands what total quiet would be. You know what I mean? Like he's just right. he's that's his job. Just make noise. That's all. <laughs> that's what he's here for. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you so, do? I make noise. I make noise sometimes. Sometimes I'm supposed to. Sometimes I'm not. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna play this clip from Ren uh, just because I think of character people. This guy's probably my favorite, and he was gone yeah. too yeah. fast. I would Way have liked to. I was on Team Ren the whole time. If we could have followed him through to the end, and then yeah. those two could have like duked it out somehow, I'd have been sure. all about it. But here he is. <laughs> this guy's the Ren. The what? He's the Ren. Needs no introduction. Listen to his like overactive voice. This man mm-hmm. flew the coop. He's like doing a radio play. All right. And then the horses. <laughs> I dragged you this far is because I need your boots. Ooh. If you don't smarten up, I'm gone like that. No more talking. No. Yep. Just right to no the business. Don't even think about nothing that's not right in front of you. That's the real challenge. All right. We get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that's the Ren, right? Uh, that's a, that's a character I want to get behind. I, he had some sure. depth. He had a story. He could have told us some things about escaping places. It would have been nice. But, Can we mm-hmm. talk about the boots real quick? Sure. All right. Now, yeah. he, he chucks it in boots into these uh, rooms or whatever. They kept losing the boots. Are the boots lost because he chucked them into the rooms that are booby trapped and they're like, we just don't get the boot back? Well, I was when he did it the first time. So the first room was the one with the fire. Yeah. So you see him chuck this boot in there, but yeah. then at the end, he pulls out this like half smoking, <laughs> all melty. crunchy boot. Yeah, right. And right. Like, how did you get that 
back. I never understood right. that. And then, right. yeah, then they start losing them. So everybody's losing boots at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would have just and, been like chucking in, uh, yeah. Like he had it tied to a string. I mean, that makes sense. Right. You to drag it back. Right. When it doesn't, when something doesn't go haywire, he can just drag it back out. But like right. he could still use that burnt up the husk. part for a while mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. still going to cause some sort of ruckus in the room. Just chuck right. it in there. But I don't know. God damn it, Ryan. But he was, he had to be there to teach them that part of the puzzle. And then he was no longer of use. And out he goes. He was done. Acid in the face. Oh, God. Some, some pretty horrendous uh, death scenes. Some, yeah, some right. kind of hokey ones. But, you know, uh, right. did you guys have a favorite death scene? Uh, I, I guess when Eleven got killed. Spoiler! When Eleven got <laughs> killed at the end. Because uh-huh. I was not expecting sure. that. Yeah, and that is like, true. Ah, I thought she was the so, innocent one was going to escape. And refresh like, me no. again. How did so Worth got uh, stabbed by the handle, right? And then that's how he went. That's how he, but that's how she died. Like he, okay, it, it was like uh, in the Avengers when when that dude, that bad guy, like takes the scepter through the back, or, or Vision takes the scepter through the back. And he's held aloft, and you're like, oh my god, it's the same damn thing. This is yeah. creepy. Yeah. So, yeah. It was and just then, weird. I liked when uh, when Quentin got like screeded down the wall when the, right. when the two, yeah, when the boxes <laughs> moved. I thought that was pretty exciting. Right. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. My besides the cube, I one of my favorites was the almost but not even close death of Holloway at first when she was just choking on her button. Yeah, you were really <laughs> so finger, like, fingers crossed for guess, Holloway's guess. death. No, I just I choked on my button. Yeah, yeah. I was choking on my button. That would have been mm-hmm. real tough to like contain in the other room too. By the way, yeah, if it's just gas, mm-hmm. like ah, shut the <laughs> fucking door. Like nobody look. What are we doing? Right, right. How much gas is this? But yeah, <laughs> well, all right, guys. That brings us to the end of the first portion of the show. The next part's going to be all games, pretty much. So let's yeah. get there. Uh, in the meantime, though, we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. I got it. And we're back. All right. Uh, greatest of all time. Make sure you go listen to or go do what that ad said. It was more Elemental than likely. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, the Elemental <laughs> Podcast with Stu McAllister. So. That's all right. We got Very big cool. things coming up, right, Matt? That's right. We do. I got, Secrets. I got a plot go of listen. land. <laughs> you got a plot of land. <laughs> I have a plot of land. The homestead. It's going to go down, man. Stu's going to make his own cabin <laughs> in the woods. I'm his manifesto is coming. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Elemental plots. Oh snap! <laughs> Plotcast. There you go. Um, all right. So welcome back, everybody. We're here again. We're still talking about this ridiculous movie. <laughs> no reason and to. We are talking about it, and so is Facebook. Everybody, to be honest with you, we've asked right. Facebook a question. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the podcast, but if you're listening now for the first time, take it upon yourselves to go find us on Facebook and follow us there, because every week we host or we uh, pose a question to the audience via the podcast channel. On Facebook, and this week the question was, uh, "Where's the weirdest place you ever woke up without knowing how you got there?" 
Now, I will be asking both of you in case you have any questions or any answers to that. So think about that yeah. as I read through some of the yeah. responses we've had here. Uh, so we had Carl, previous guest of the show, said the middle of a canyon in Arkansas, which, again, Stu, I don't really know how. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, does Arkansas have hills and mountains? Canyons? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But we, we'll have to get the uh, answer from him next time he's a guest okay. on the show. For sure. Uh, we had listener Stacy who provided one of our theme songs for us later on uh, on the bath or on the floor between the bathroom and living room and my brother-in-law's house. We were playing D and D and there was a lot of tequila involved. I have a feeling a lot of these are going to be very alcohol uh, based, you know, it's the only way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Denny's parking lot and my own apartment. So if, again, without realizing how you got there, I guess. Uh, oh, inside a dairy pallet behind Rick's supermarket in Mount Pleasant says Adam house. Oh, so. yeah. Super specific. I love it. <laughs> they sell dots there. Just so you know. Okay. All right. In case you're out there looking, uh, yep. Megan Connington Heath, uh, she chimed in with, uh, when I lived in Germany, I had too much beer in the sun in Munich. We lived in Lohoff about 20 or uh, 15 to 20 minutes, uh, train right away. I fell asleep on the train and missed my stop. I woke up oh, at the no. end of the line about an hour away. So that's, oh, a, no. that's a rough wake I, up. Yeah. I imagine some very big, scary German people just yelling. Yeah. Just everyone screaming nine and you don't know why. <laughs> Is this the time? Screaming, how no, can I help you? And it yeah. sounds horrific. <laughs> right. yeah, they're, yeah, they're being very helpful, but no one knows. Right. <laughs> Today uh, I learned that Stu speaks German. I yeah, had no clue. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's all that Budweiser he drinks. He's just reading the cans. They do hate everybody, so I said right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob Fredericks, friend of the show, uh, also contributes with one of the theme songs, said... Oh shit! Fuck those movies. So didn't, didn't, <laughs> even an, didn't even answer the question. Just doesn't like How the cube. Dare he? Which leads me to believe, Stu, that someone out in the world actually saw this movie. So it makes oh, me think. Come oh, on, Bob. And, and, and he and he knew enough to refer to them in plural. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yep. There's the prequel mm-hmm. sequel situation. Oh, by the way, we I don't think we mentioned them by name, but it's Cube Zero was the third movie, which is the prequel. <laughs> And then Cube uh, Hypercube is the second one. So if you're into that sort of thing, you can find Hypercube and Cube Zero out in the world. Cube Zero was the uh, impetus for Coke Zero. Yeah, that's so. true. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Overholt said, "In the front yard of a trailer park, uh, the front yard of a trailer in a trailer park, Awful. there were kids oh. crossing the street waiting for the school bus when he came to. Apparently, <laughs> so that's exciting." Scary man. Um, I, I know. I was like, I stranger danger. He was a, a right. full on grown up when that yeah, happened. Right. Um, and then we also had, let's get this last bit out of the way here as well. Show me the comments. <laughs> Show me the comments. All comments. All right, here we go. This one came to us from the account of the show, but it was Mandy. Oh, <laughs> she's chiming oh, yeah. in from where she's at. She's predisposed at the moment, but she was able to chime in. <laughs> Uh, my cousin moved me after I fell asleep uh, in a windowless guest room in the basement. I was seven or eight, and I woke up in a pitch black. I woke up in pitch black, needing to pee. I ran my hand along the wall for three laps with no light switch or door to be found. Finally, I just screamed until someone found me. It was Holy in shit. the cube. It <laughs> yeah. was in the cube. Uh, and then she said, "This comment, is Mandy." The by the way, what are you doing? I'm not there. Why are you podcasting? Right. 
uh, yeah, I couldn't figure out how to change the. Oh yeah, so she just wanted to let everyone know that was Mandy, and she couldn't figure out how to change the accounts. Uh, <laughs> oh god, it's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Stacy again said, I'm glad you guys were able to do a podcast episode because she would have been devastated had we not been able to figure this out. So she's thanking all of us for doing this. And then of course, my buddy Kyle Burnham said on the back of uh, Kyle Burnham's deck, and he says he's answering for a friend and that friend, my folk, uh, my friends, that friend, my friends is me. Uh, I I woke up uh, from a drunken stupor. One of the, I should have died. I think one of the drunkest times I've ever been drunk. Uh, and I woke up on the back of his deck covered. I was uh, shirtless and down to my boxers. Wow. And was covered in a shower curtain. Someone had found wow. me. Someone had found the good grace to go and find me a shower curtain. <laughs> to wrap Not even me a blanket. Nope. A shower curtain. Yep. That's all this guy deserves. Is, Matt, is that what because is you were drunk? Uh, I'm sorry. I need to know this. I just, I mean, a few, a few hours, I suppose. And so, oh, a few hours. Two, okay. two, Z, two Zimas. And yeah, I- right, right. <laughs> no, what happened was, so I was working on a student film at the time. Uh, a friend of ours was in film school and we actually, Kyle and I starred in his student film. So we had two days of shooting and it was a film called Summer Fishing Friends. It was, again, it was, I mean, uh, we were supposed to be fishermen who were bad at fishing we spent all of our time just sitting on a dock, hoping to catch a fish. Eventually, we somehow get into a fight over a girl, and we equate it to this whole, like, fishing forever and never catching anything sort of thing. Like, is this how you want to live your life like this, or do you want to get out there and ask her out? And then, so I go, my character goes and asks her out. He uh, immediately gets turned down by this girl, but is sort of, like, proud that he did it anyway. Sure. Uh, but like there was a scuffle and a fight and the whole thing. So anyhow, that's the the premise of the film. But what happened is we split it into two days of shooting. First day, we tried our best to shoot anything we could out on the lake, right? And it was so fucking windy and we couldn't keep the boat centered in the frame. And mm. so it, it would have looked like a stop motion film of the <laughs> boat sort of moving across the shoreline if we didn't get to keep everything put, you know? So we had to scrap almost the first like three quarters of the day shooting to go back uh, the next day to reshoot. So we wrapped for the first day. We all went back to uh, Kyle's place uh, for the night to have like a little wrap party for the first night. And shit just got real crazy, real fast. He was pouring shots and he's like, who wants some shots? And they would kind of sit there idly for maybe 30 seconds. And I was like, hey man, if no one else is drinking it, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I better, cause we I'm don't want to just sit in there. So I was mm-hmm. just drinking shots and I don't drink beer. So I was drinking like, Smirnoff ice Ugh. and shots Ugh. of whatever liquor was in his house. And it just got weird. Last thing I remember was we ordered a pizza. The local pizza delivery guy made sure that that delivery was his final delivery so he could stay with us and continue to party. And he hung around. There was more drinking with them. The pizza was the greatest pizza I've ever tasted in my life because mm-hmm. I was very, very drunk. Um, and then I woke up that next morning. I came to and I was covered with a shower curtain uh, I had like a an undershirt on, which was supposed to be white, uh, and boxer shorts. And the white shirt was red. It was just stained oh, red. And I was like, late. I think I'm dead. <laughs> I like I I, mm-hmm. I think I nearly I was like throwing up blood or something. But it was it turns out oh. it was the pizza. So that's exciting. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So everything that's... was just red, and I had thrown up all over. I was just a mess. And we had the next day. We still had to shoot the rest of this film. So I had to scrape myself off the deck, go into his house, which was being remodeled at the time. And because of that, 
the there was no door on the bathroom. The light switch in the bathroom didn't work. The lighting was like oh. the wiring was fucked. So I got into a dark bathroom, tried my best to rinse myself off. I still lived up in Kentwood at the time, and this was uh, down in Delton area. So it was probably, I don't know, like a 45-minute drive. Uh, I, like, threw my clothing into a dumpster, just got rid of all of it. I drove yeah. back to my house wearing my boxers and a T-shirt that was stained. Uh, went back to my house, redressed, got, and luckily I didn't wear the clothing from the shoot. Like, I had taken my costume off. Right. So I was able to yeah. put that back on again. Then I went back, we finished shooting, but while I was there, I noticed everyone in the cast that wasn't on set had, someone had drawn like dicks all over their faces, <laughs> like marker, permanent marker everywhere, right? And I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh fuck, they got me. And I'm looking in my face, you know, cause I was like, I didn't, I don't even know, maybe I missed it. Maybe I wasn't paying attention to my face in the mirror and I look all over and there's nothing. And I'm like, okay, we're cool. So we finished. You were the one who drew all the decks. Right, probably. <laughs> we finished shooting the rest of the shot, and then I go home again. Uh, I go back again, and I take another shower. I'm like, I'm still growing. I was throwing up during the shooting. Like um, I was having to profess my love to this character, you know, like to this woman. I was like, I love you so much. And then I was like, guys, we got to cut, man. I got to throw up again, and I'm like, off to the side, uh, just in the woods, throwing up. It was awful. And uh, but I came back and I went to take another shower that evening and I turned to get into the shower and looked and I happened to catch in the mirror that on my ass and lower back was literally covered with marker dicks everywhere. They, uh, had, they had like pulled my pants down while I was on the deck and just uh, drew all over me. Uh, they knew enough they, not to disrupt the that's filming. That's right. Yeah. They you do not. If you're the face, you don't you don't mess with the face. And they don't, knew you that. don't fuck dicks, with the talent. Matt. That mm -hmm. is the yeah, I got dicked all over. Yeah, it's true. Harper, I well, have a newfound respect for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I needed that in your life. That's what you, yeah. Yep. I needed one yep. of these stories. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Well, I that, love was, it. that was there my are, one and only time. I'm done now. <laughs> uh you learned early on that there are two things that women love. Uh one being referred to in any way, shape, or form as fish, being compared to fish. <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, and two, uh expressing love whilst actively vomiting yeah that's it. The, yeah, the, yeah. You, you could tell it was genuine you nailed it <laughs> it's <laughs> funny because the film we we actually saw the film in novi they put it up during the class they'd put them up on like i got to see myself on a big screen like on the, wow, the nice. screen, which was fun that's really cool um, but at the end i didn't know they had done this they they did a like a blooper reel at the end of the <sighs> shot and one of them is me legit like talking to this woman in the eyes and going guys we got to cut I'm going to throw up again and I just oh, yeah. off screen, you know, and a bunch of other stuff. It was really, it's a fun thing. And as far as I know, that thing still exists somewhere on MySpace TV. Like oh, if you damn. still, if you're still able to log into MySpace and you look up a thing called summer fishing friends, you should be able to catch Whoa. that clip. It's like a 15 minute short film that I was in. So Matt, why, why? did you give me a homework assignment? Right. right? Yeah. I, I don't even have access to it. I've never held a copy of it. I don't know how, to get it, I can't even get into my own MySpace account, so I have no way of watching this thing. I know it exists, but I don't know how to get to it. And when is the podcast? The screening uh, of <laughs> I want to be on <laughs> for the screening of Summer Fishing Friends. Right, right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was mine. Uh, do you guys have any place where you woke up and didn't know where it was? What was going on? Oh yeah, sure. But I was a, a raging alcoholic in my okay. early twenties, so right. so it wasn't anything. Uh, now, I guess the most interesting one was uh, underneath a pinball machine at okay. a party. 
Um, I didn't even, I don't remember knowing that there was a pinball machine at this party. Uh, but then I woke up and I did the wake up, bash the head. Oh thing. yeah. From yeah, like the, so uh, the under bed. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. boom, yeah. right into the bottom of the, you tilted it. That's yeah. I did. No good. No good. All right. It. Mm -hmm. All right. Stu, do you have any, uh, I woke up in a weird place. Nah, not really. It was more like when I was working Nerd. the road more. I know. <laughs> Just working the road more and you'd wake up and you're in a hotel room. You're like, where the fuck am I? And you're yeah. like, okay, I'm in a hotel room in fucking Dayton, Ohio or some shit. And you're like, oh, why the fuck am I here? Right. So yeah, no, no, never like I passed out and woke up and like, oh, right. uh, you know, I got someone else's underpants on. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing Man, that can't ready cool. to live. Yeah. So I am on MySpace TV and I'm looking up summer fishing friends. Is that correct? That's what it, yeah. You should be able nothing, to find nothing, it. Some, nothing's popping oh, up. Maybe man. they, I'm maybe they removed it. I, don't I hate that. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'll it's check probably with Kyle. That. As far as I know, Kyle still has a physical copy of it somewhere. Maybe oh, I'll try we, to get it from him. We need that. Yeah. All right. We need to have a screening <laughs> for sure. All right. We'll make it happen. Doing we'll, it. We'll just we'll make some sort of weird like uh podcast discord situation and we'll just all watch we'll have a watch party but uh <laughs> all right so uh that is uh the facebook question of the day so yeah if you guys want to participate in that next time go to facebook find us there follow us and then answer the questions it's the greatest of all time oh yeah all right let's move on to some games folks how about it let's ready for some games here we go let's do this one by our one and only uh Friend of the show, Mr. Stu, Stu McAllister. Box oh. office theme song. <laughs> there it is. Box office theme song. Ooh, we got a live version. I love it. Right. Yeah, baby. All right. Let me get to it. All right. So uh, how much did it cost to make this film back in 1997? That's for you, Elena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are we talking good old american dollars canadian dollars Ooh, what was the exchange I, I, rate i have this in canadian dollars if do you that really matters. that's fun okay. yeah that's how they printed this thing <laughs> uh, they, they save it and they even had it estimated so okay. do we really know yeah no. i'm gonna number here i'm gonna say i'm gonna say ninety-seven thousand dollars. okay yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna ride the 97. I like man, this is clearly the cheapest, worstest movie yeah, you yeah. have ever made. I've I never would heard not... someone guess ninety-seven thousand dollars. Right, and be serious about and, it. Like, and, I'm I... not, and I'm not laughing at that guess. No, yeah. yeah I was gonna I was like, I'm like, they the actors couldn't have made that much. And oh, yeah, never. the set the set was one room. The set was but... nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Yep. Matt. Uh, I'm going to say like $300,000 they made this movie. Uh, according to this on IMDb, the Canadian dollar budget was $365,000. Hey, look at that. Nice work. Nice guess, Matt. I forgot to account for the boots. That's the rest of the budget. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the right. It just wasted the so boot many boots. The budget was yeah. out of control. <laughs> I, uh, I think they got robbed, man. <laughs> I think it should be closer to $95,000. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, okay. So what do you think this has made gross 
worldwide since 1997. And I will tell you this, I have two numbers and they are not close at all. I wonder if one of them is the franchise itself and the other one's just this movie, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, because the one is way, way larger, but it is saying, it is just saying the film, not the film franchise. But they are very, (laughs) very different. (laughs) Why discrepancy? One of them is ninety six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I was kidding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with it. I'm going with ninety seven. Okay. Right. Uh huh. Okay. Order, okay. I'm going to say in order for this thing to have made a sequel, I'll, yeah. it will have at least made its yeah. budget back. Normally, I would say it doubled its budget, but I don't yeah. think this movie got that far. So I'm going to say oh. this movie made like four hundred thousand dollars or something. Okay. Okay. That w- that is a good guess, Matt. Uh, according to this on IMDb, gross worldwide was five hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. All right, but this is where it got weird. I I was also on their Wikipedia page. According to their Wikipedia page, <laughs> worldwide gross for this movie was eight million nine hundred eighty-one thousand dollars. <laughs> Someone's padding so, some numbers somewhere. Yeah, that is yeah, impossible. So, so clearly different. Uh, you know what? What am I supposed to say? Sure, they said yeah. the film. The film grossed five hundred thousand dollars in the United States alone. Is what okay. they're saying, according to the Wikipedia page. So, I feel I like know. they're throwing in sales of Rubik's cubes in nineteen ninety seven as <laughs> yeah. well. Ice <laughs> cube songs, yeah, boots, just throwing extra, it all together. Yeah, right, Brahma right. boots, whatever. Just right. Some other company, yeah. So I, I would go with the lower one myself, considering that, again, this is a movie I'd never even heard of. But, yeah. uh, but, but there we go. So, yep, box all office right. theme song. Very good, very mm-hmm. good. Somebody got it close enough. I don't know who won that, but we'll call it good. <laughs> All right, let's move along. We've got another game here, and that one has a theme song as well. And the theme song goes like this. Let's play Guess the Age. Bum, bum. All right, time for Guess the Age. That one was, of course, provided by uh, Mr. Brandon Alberta, friend of the show and yeah. previous guest. All right, He's doing some sort of, like, grilling thing now, right? Like, yeah. that's his thick. It's like a Brandon and something grilled. I don't know. Look him up uh-huh. on Facebook. Making burgers or something. Yeah. Main, mainly, he would want you to be pointed toward uh, his podcast, the Notes Magoats. Notes Magoats. Yeah. All right. Very good. When is he going to have me on to tragically hit? There you go. You can, you can listen to Matt Harper talk yeah. about Weird Al. You can listen you to. Talk about, what do you, a, Smash Mouth? Oh, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? I would slap you. 311? Third Eye Blind. Yeah, it's got a number in there. He's all right. Yes. All right, and, ages. Uh, but, but yeah, you can't listen to Stu McAllister. So I, we need tragically out. hip. So come on. Get at it. I, I only did the five main characters. Sure. All right. So let's start off with the uh with the girl that I like, Levin Nicole DeBoer. How old was she in 1997? I'm gonna guess 27. All righty. I would like to guess like 23, maybe. She seemed young. I don't know. She was 27. What? What? Yeah. Nailed it. Same as me. She is an old bitty. Did you say Uh, same as me? Yeah. I'm 27 and 97. I thought you meant now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I am a gross old man. (laughs) Gross old 27. That's right. Gross. Quentin, uh, Maurice Dean went the cop, the bad guy, the good guy. 
Yeah. How old was he in 1997? I'm going to go 36. All righty. I will say he was 38. He was 33. Oh, oh the other way. Dang which it. is funny because they described him in the Wikipedia thing as supposed to be somebody in his 40s. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn. All they had left was summer stock in their program. <laughs> <laughs> All the other actors went home. <laughs> uh, worth David Hewlett. Uh, how old was he? He was the guy mm. who was the guy who worked there and helped create the cube. I feel like he's been in some other stuff too. He's a Canadian dude. He wasn't in shit. Stargate. I'm going to say 31. Fuck. I don't even know. He seemed like <laughs> every just generic white dude and everything yeah. that's mm-hmm. ever been a thing. Yeah. Uh, let's give him 36. He was 29. Really? Mm. He had that nice receding hairline. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Round face. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Disconnected from everything. Just a little depressed in his eyes. Yeah. Mm. We got two more. We got Andrew Miller, who played Kazan, the autistic fella. Okay. The number man. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 31 again. All right. I feel like he's in that that range. I'll, I'll give him like 29. He was 28. Harper gets it. Yeah. A little closer. And and now last, but definitely not least, Holloway, Nikki, something (laughs) Italian. How old was that old doctor lady? (laughs) Nikki Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to. <laughs> Gobble ghoul. I'm gonna go. No, no offense, anyone listening. I don't know. No one's listening at this point. All the offense. All the offense. Um. Oh, I feel like I. I want to say she's in her 40s, but then you're gonna come back and be like 29. Uh, I'll. I'll say 42. Alrighty. I'm gonna say she was like 47. She was 45. All right. Oh. right but I, I, in the description, it said she was supposed to be in her 60s. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I was like, ah, if I was a woman, I'm like, I'm 45. I'm supposed to be I'm 65. <laughs> so there we go. Those were all the ages that I had. Sure. And now imagine all of the Canadian uh, 60-year-old female actors, actresses that were like, fuck, right. come on. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was made for this role. And you give it to a fucking 40-year-old? Come on. Mm-hmm. Awful. All right, He's obsessed with dehydration. That's true. Yep, yeah. That Sucking true. buttons. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's <laughs> Whose move button on. do I have to suck to get this roll? Uh, my button. <laughs> uh, it's red. It's French. Yep. Uh, here we go. Next game has a theme song, and it goes like this. Oh, coming in hot. Boom. All right. It's time for what's that sound? Uh, I'm not going to lie, guys. I was pulling clips right up until the last minute on this, and I only got two. I found two sounds. Yeah. And we're going to. I feel like it's either going to be, it's going to be swords like or the door opening like i don't know what other sound i almost pulled the door opening just as a standalone clip to be like hey you guys want to know the sound you're going to hear the most through this entire movie and it's just repeating that door opening over and over again 
that's where all the budget went to is they had to pay the guy a thousand yes. times. Yeah. All right, here we go. First one, and it's going to go like, oh, this one might be tough. We'll see how it goes. Let me get it cranked up a little bit here for you. It's going to go like this. That's all you get. There's literally zero context clues. It's just that sound. It sounds like the opening of a Fleetwood Mac song. <laughs> it's um. dreams. Yeah. <laughs> it's dreams. Very good. <laughs> uh, let's play it again. Anything? I got nothing, man. Nothing? No. No shoot from I... the hip. You don't want to give it a shot and see what happens? Like it's not. Drop back five and punt. I don't know. Was uh, was he beating on Worth, slamming Worth's head in the ground? I don't know. <laughs> That's quite, no. Oh, was it when he was beating him with a? Didn't he like beat him with a boot at the end? He did beat him with a boot, but that is not it. Oh. That, that is not it. That would have been a it, good sound. It definitely sounds uh, <laughs> like they're something with the boot, but I, right. I don't know. Well, the what. likelihood that anyone is going to watch this movie and tell us what it. that answer is, is pretty unlikely. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys what it is. Please, please. Um, it is Kazan hitting his head on the side of the cube. <gasps> oh, just, just I should have known that. Just before she reaches up and just kind of slides her hand in between. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was a fun uh, scene. Kazan. Yep. It was weird to me how she took like such affection to him. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it gave, like it humanized her because she was right. clearly a, a lunatic. A lunatic. Right? Yeah. 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 And we had to have some reason that she was like a good, like we needed to think she was a good doctor, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. right. And not just like a crazy lunatic who like murdered a bunch of people and that's why she's right. in the cube, you know? Right. But, all right. And then this is the next clip. This one might be tough too. Who knows? Here we go. Ready? Okay, I don't know if I'm just fixated or if this is actually the sound, but I think I might know it. All right. I, I think I got you. it. If you don't it's got up it. to you first, Elena. Is it, is it the cubes when they fall? It is. Yeah! <laughs> it is that scene in the first three minutes when the guy gets cubed in front of everyone. Gross. I do. Cube. Now that we all know this, imagine a human person falling apart into the form of cubes. And hear, hear this one more time. Ew. Ew. Squish. <gasps> what do you think they use for the I sound effect? Just someone throwing like celery <laughs> jello. I just I want it to be someone throwing like porterhouse steaks down a stairwell. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Nice job. Whoa. Got it. Good job, lady. Cubed it. All right. And then, of course, we have one final game, the stupidest game of all. Oh, yes. Uh, this one is called Backwards Forwards, and it's got <gasps> no, a theme this song. this is the best game ever. Well, I'll tell you right now, there there is zero chance you won't get the answer to this one. I was really stretching for this, and I wanted to make sure I had it. Oh. Um, so this one's pretty obvious. But here's the theme song first. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. All right, it's time for backwards, forwards. That was provided by listener Stacy. All right, All right. our clip today. Where's it at? There it is. It goes like this. I was, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the backward portion for you several times in a row. Just back to back. Backwards, right. backwards, backwards, backwards. Here we go. And then after that, we'll give you the options. So here's the first part, just the backward portion. 
right. So there's the backwards phrase. That was three times. Now I'm going to feel play like the- Beetlejuice is going to come. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm going to play the backward phrase again. And then four possible options for frontward facing uh, phrases. You tell me which one, one, two, three, or four. Here it goes. Because I keep you. Get up here now. After your bleeding heart. Assholes sniffing their business. Oh, it's four. Oh, yeah, it's four. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah! You're right. <laughs> I was like, God, I want this to be so much more difficult than it is, but I couldn't pass oh, up the clip of assholes sniffing their business. So I was that's like, right. We're doing this. That's what it is. <laughs> right? I mean, how could you not tell right now? Just uh-huh. from that. But, all right. So that is the end of that one. And I think that brings us to the end of the games portion of the show. Uh, final thoughts, guys. What's the what's the story on this movie? Uh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is yeah, there anything that we ruining my life? Anything that we didn't talk about that you were hoping that we would? Either of you. What the fuck happened at the end? Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we find out in Hypercube or Cube Zero? I don't. Huh? Did, have you watched the others, Matt? I have, and I could not yeah. tell you what happens. Honestly. Okay. All right. I'm uh, assuming that there is no real connection between the movies. No, there is. The oh, is there? The Cube Zero is a prequel to this movie, and we actually get to hear more from uh, what's his name, the main guy, the guy who built the thing. Like oh, worth. Right. worth, yeah. We get to see worth. some of worth in action prior to oh, the queue right. being like constructed is it, and stuff. Is it, is it just a, a construction video? No, yeah, <laughs> yep. It's just just a bunch of guys. It's a kid with playing no with Legos, on. right? <laughs> Building yeah. the Death Star kind of thing, right? Yep. Uh-huh. That's funny. He's just he's using connects, and he's like, "What if we do this?" Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. yep. I, I uh, assume in this movie that Kazan even though you're led to believe that he's walking out to the world, I'm assuming he's just walking into more shit. Yeah. Just like another cube set or like yeah, just like a death squad or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he leaves. He's sure. still in something to this day. Something yeah. about watching this again. It's been a while. Right. And I wasn't really sure how the re- resolve happened. This is a movie where I kind of start watching and then just kind of don't care about by the end of it, you know? Right. So watching the ending happen was, was, uh, something I hadn't seen in quite a while. Something about this movie thought uh, made me think that he was going to not have been autistic or so, like he was hiding it the whole time and he was just really? using. But I don't remember if that's the resolve from the second movie. Like I don't remember if we find that out later oh. or if I just thought that would have been really cool. You know, like, like a Kaiser Soze. Yeah, like thing. he was just using them to do all the work, and then at the end he finally just kind of stands upright and nonchalantly walks off into the <laughs> mist or whatever you know that would be great that would have been right. a good part of wouldn't the movie. that have been a better movie yeah but sure, yeah. yeah fuck you assholes i'm out i'm out yeah and then it goes back through, and it just does a weird flashback of all the times when he wasn't actually affected by anything and he was just watching it all ha- you know whatever right. like, we could have fixed this movie is what i'm saying but. yeah here's here's the thing matt i will never watch this movie again but i now feel compelled to watch the other two sure that's what yeah. I'm here for. That's what I'm, yeah. uh, I was. I was talking to a friend of mine whilst watching a part of it, and I said, "I, I hate this movie because <laughs> for the simple fact that it's a bad movie. I you yeah. can tell right away, and it's not even. To, it's as offensive as I can be, but it's not to be rude to the movie. But it is just a bad movie. Sure. But there yeah. came a certain point where it was like, but 
I'm invested. Yep. And now I'm confused, but now I'm back invested and I have to know what the fuck happens. So I can't, I can't escape this. It's like watching the last season of lost. And you're just like, I I'm here. We made it this far. I need to know what happens. Mm -hmm. Please. Right. Something resolve. And then this. Tell me. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, the, the white light was very Sopranos esque. Like, he's walking into heaven. He's dead. Yep. The whole thing was purgatory. Yep. Yep. It leaves it up to us, you know, maybe that's Mm -hmm. what I liked about it. I don't know. So I'm guessing it's a never watch this again from you, Elena. Yeah, never. Yeah, no. Okay. All I'm right. but I might as long as it stays free, there is a very strong chance that I will show other people the, people the cube guy. <laughs> nice. Like just just here, watch five minutes of this. Yeah. And yeah, because that is that is something that I've never considered seeing and i i don't know that i will ever see again for as low as the budget was it wasn't a badly like that that scene was not a poorly done scene i mean at the end when they like coiled up the the cutter part that was kind of dumb and and weird but the actual act of him being like split into cubes and so it was kind of neat i I was pretty i was pretty on board for it but this movie just so your listeners know is on many platforms for free it's on tubi Pluto, Voodoo, and Amazon Prime, all for free. Okay. Just you and, pay with your soul. Yes, you pay with your soul. Exactly yes. that. And ads. <laughs> yes, and ads. Your soul you watch and ads. ads. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're down to the end of this nonsense. Um, Elena, do you have any plugs or anything that you want to point people toward in the real life? Ooh, in the real life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for those uh, also Detroit area people, um come and see me uh not talk about this movie um <laughs> you should talk this about this movie. Out, this will come out on wednesday so like two days from now so yeah uh august 12th through 14th you can catch me at one night stands comedy club in waterford michigan so waterford. come on out waterford very good very good yeah go watch mm-hmm. elena tell jokes she's funny and she's and uh, uh, at Gonzaliza on all the things, G O N Z A L E. Even the the TikToks, I just started nice. with the kids what? on the TikToks. Nice. Yeah, Come and on, if you lady. and if you yeah. host a podcast and need a guest, uh, give Elena a oh, call. Day of, with please. hours hours to spare, she'll yes. be ready to go. And then push it back a little bit so yep. I can still work and then watch the movie and then For do sure. the podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So go do all of those things. Follow uh, Elena wherever you can and go watch her tell some jokes. Stu, do you have anything you want to tell people to do? Uh, uh, you know, it's pretty much just the elemental podcast. Sure. That's it. uh, it's a lot of fun. And we're going to be doing that live thing. We're going to be That's doing right. a live we podcast. Are. It's going to be fun. We got property. We're going to be burying the bodies. Nice. People, uh, people need to pay attention and we'll let people know when and where it'll be fun. Very good. Very yeah. good. All right. Ah. And for me, I actually have something. I have a fucking work <gasps> coming up, dude. What? I will be back at doing comedy again. So I need to get out and like do Ugh. some open mics ahead of time, but I will no. be hosting comedy on a cruise ship on Lake Michigan. What? Wow. On a Wednesday, guys. We're moving the up. Oh, love. Right. It is exciting and new. Um, it is. Uh, August 11th is when that'll happen. I think we have to board the boat at 7.30. So make it happen, guys. Get out there. 
Uh, it is in, where's it at? It's in Muskegon. So go find, uh, it's called the Aquastar Cruise Lines. Just follow me. I'll uh, post about it when it happens. Nice. Uh, but yeah, you can, you can go watch uh, me tell jokes on a boat. Uh, it'll be all the right. greatest of all time. That's beautiful. Uh, and I guess that brings us to the end of this nonsense. Oh yeah, go uh, follow us on all of our social media too for the podcast. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes. No Twitch? Uh, yeah, you can watch me on Twitch. It's Madopoly83. It's twitch.tv slash Madopoly83. I play video games. It's not for the video games. It's for the fun. Go watch me have fun. Okay. Yes. And we don't know how to end these. Otherwise, it would just be me rambling until I stop. So instead, we're going to play a clip. <laughs> and today, that clip is going to sound... I don't even know what this is going to be. Uh, what oh, that's exciting. Is going to be this one. This thing is like a giant combination lock. When the rooms are in their starting position, the lock is open. But when they move out of alignment, the lock closes. All right. Good enough. (laughs) Uh, Close this podcast. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for doing this on short notice. I appreciate you all. And we'll see you very soon. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See you later.